Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Her Journey to Self podcast. My name is Tamara and I am your host. I hope that you all are doing well. I hope that you have prepared your mind and your hearts and your souls to receive today. I am so excited about today's episode because I believe that hearing other people's stories and their testimonies has a huge impact on our own perspectives. Especially from people that we admire, it creates this sense of unity and community. And I'm not talking about misery loves company. It's a feeling of if they can overcome it, I can too. They struggle with that as well. I'm not alone in this. It can be comforting because oftentimes we feel like an outsider and that something is wrong with us because we have these feelings. We forget or maybe we just don't realize that dynamic people have struggles too. Recently, I read a quote from Maya Angelou about her struggle with imposter syndrome that blew my mind. That sparked in me the curiosity to read about other powerful women who have admitted similar feelings. These women are Oscar winners, New York Times bestselling authors, lawyers, Supreme Court justices, and Grammy winners, and they are just like you and me. We tend to think that our accolades will erase the self-doubt that we have been carrying around for so many years. Truth is, it can make it worse. We're so often trying to live up to this version of ourselves that we have created in our minds, either out of comparison or perfectionism. And I don't know if it ever stops, but I do know that we can continue to learn and grow from each other. So here are eight powerful women who, just like you and me, sometimes feel like a fraud, but continue to persevere. So first up, we have our forever first lady, Michelle Obama. We all know that Michelle Obama is a lawyer, a writer, the first black first lady of the United States, and the wife of former U.S. President Barack Obama. She reported in Newsweek. I still have a little imposter syndrome. It doesn't go away, that feeling that you shouldn't take me that seriously. What do I know? I share that with you because we all have doubts in our abilities about our power and what that power is. Another quote from the North London School while she was on tour for her book, Becoming. She got really honest about feeling out of place throughout her life. She said, I had to overcome the question, am I good enough? She said when speaking about her time at Princeton. It's dogged me for most of my life. Many women and young girls walk around with that question in their minds. I overcame that question the same way I do everything, with hard work, she continued. I decided to put my head down and let my work speak for itself. I felt like I had something to prove because of the color of my skin and the shape of my body, but I had to get out of my own way. And her final quote where she speaks about imposter syndrome, it never goes away, she said. It's sort of like you're actually listening to me. It doesn't go away that feeling of, I don't know if the world should take me seriously. I'm just Michelle Robinson, that little girl on the South side who went to public school. 
man, there are so many gems in there. What I take away is her work ethic and her awareness of needing to get out of her own way. Because how many times are we ourselves the roadblock? Keep at it and don't allow yourself to stop yourself. Next up, we have Lady Gaga. She has sold over 124 million records. She is one of the world's best-selling music artists and the fourth highest-earning female musician of the 2010s. Her achievements include various Guinness World Records, 11 Grammys, awards from the Songwriters Hall of Fame and the Council of Fashion Designers of America, and recognition as Billboard's Artist of the Year and Woman of the Year. She has also been included in Forbes Power Rankings and was ranked fourth on VH1's Greatest Women in Music in 2012 and second on Time's 2011 Reader's Poll of the Most Influential People of the Past Decade. That is a resume, okay? (laughs) In her documentary, she revealed, I still sometimes feel like a loser kid in high school. And I just have to pick myself up and tell myself that I'm a superstar every morning so that I can get through this day and be for my fans what they need for me to be. Mm. And I relate to artists so much, obviously, because I'm an artist too. But I think for so many of us, we have often felt like the odd kid on the block. And our artistry becomes therapy, not just for us, but for the people that we create for. And as an artist, I can honestly say that that is a beautiful motivation to not let fear win. Our art is bigger than ourselves. Next, we have Natalie Portman. And I did not know this, but she is the first person born in the 1980s shout out to all the 80s babies, to have won the Academy Award for Best Actress for Black Swan in 2010. She has been prolific in film since a teenager. She has starred in blockbusters and also played psychologically troubled women in independent films for which she has received various accolades, including an Academy Award and two Golden Globes. In 2015, she gave the Harvard commencement speech. She said, Today, I feel much like I did when I came to Harvard Yard as a freshman in 1999. I felt like there had been some mistake, that I wasn't smart enough to be in this company, and that every time I opened my mouth, I would have to prove that I wasn't just a dumb actress. How many times do we enter into spaces thinking, what am I doing here? How many times do we doubt our power and our intelligence? No matter how many times people tell us how intelligent and powerful we are. And the crazy thing is, while we're busy comparing ourselves to everyone else in the room, there are many other people doing the exact same thing. We are valuable. Our words and our very presence is so impactful, even when we don't see it ourselves. Next, we have Justice Sonia Sotomayor. She entered the record book as the first Hispanic and the third woman to serve on the high court. Sonia Sotomayor, the first Hispanic Supreme Court justice, also had admitted to feeling like a fraud and not fitting in throughout her life. Growing up in the Bronx in a modest home with her single mother and brother, she never thought of herself as a likely candidate for Princeton University. She once said in a speech, 
I have spent my years since Princeton while at law school and in my various professional jobs, not feeling completely a part of the world I inhabit. I am always looking over my shoulder, wondering if I measure up. There is a constant thread through all of these women's stories, and it's, am I good enough? And I wonder where that comes from. Is it from the constant pressure and doubt that society puts on women? Is it the constant pressure and doubt that society puts on women of color? Is it the pressure that we put on ourselves? Because we all know that we have to work twice as hard. I don't know, but I do want to empower us all with the fact that we are more than enough and that we do deserve to be in these rooms and that we need to enter these rooms and take command, take charge of these rooms boldly and with confidence. Next is the beautiful Lupita Nyong'o. She became the first Kenyan and Mexican actress to win an Academy Award. She has also written a children's book named Sulway, which is a beautiful, oh, I read that to my daughter all the time. She became a number one New York Times best-selling author. She was cited as one of the top 100 most influential Africans by New African Magazine in 2019. She was named among Africa's 50 most powerful women by Forbes in 2020. Lupita Nyong'o won an Academy Award for her best supporting role in 12 Years a Slave, but she revealed to Time Out in 2016. I go through imposter syndrome with every role. I think winning an Oscar may in fact have made it worse. Now I've achieved this. What am I going to do next? What do I strive for? Then I remember that I didn't get into acting for the accolades. I got into it for the joy of telling stories. Mm. And that is the key to remember our why, to remember our passion and our purpose. Strive for your purpose. Next is Tracy Ellis Ross, actress, singer, television host, producer, and director. She has earned three NAACP Image Awards and a Golden Globe Award for Best Actress for a television series, musical, or comedy. She has also received nominations for two Critics' Choice Television Awards and four Primetime Emmy Awards for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Comedy Series. Here's what she had to say. I remember when I was dropped by my agents early, early on in my career. They said I didn't pop when I walked into a room. <laughs> really, Tracy, Tracy Ellis Ross? <laughs> At the time, maybe I didn't pop when I walked into a room or maybe I didn't know who I was. But it was one of those moments in my life and in my career where I remember crying to my sister and thinking, I don't know that I can do this as a career. This is too hard. And if doing this means that people get to make a comment on who I am, I took it very personally. And it was the beginning of a lot of growth for me. A lot of what people think of me is none of my business. Amen. It kind of doesn't matter to me. I get to follow my own bliss. I unconsciously set a really clear intention of what I wanted my job and career to be. It was the beginning of who I wanted to be, and I made the choice in that moment that I was only going to continue doing acting if it was fun. I have done that. <sighs> growth. 
growth will take us places that fear can't even dream of. Next, we have the incomparable Meryl Streep. She is often described as the best actress of her generation. She is particularly known for her versatility and accents. She has received a number of accolades, including being nominated for a record 21 Academy Awards, of which she has won three. And I could have sworn she has won more than that, but (laughs) I mean, 21 nominations, that's insane. And a record 32 Golden Globe nominations, winning nine. In an interview, she also describes her experiences with self-doubt. I have varying degrees of confidence and self-loathing. You can have a perfectly horrible day where you doubt your talent. In another article from The Guardian, she revealed that those feelings first took root in her childhood. I didn't have any confidence in my beauty when I was young. I felt like a character actress. I still do. Mm. And then also in USA Weekend, you think, why would anyone want to see me again in a movie? And I don't know how to act anyway, so why am I doing this? What? What? You know, it makes you stop and think, can feelings of doubt and insecurity sometimes serve as a motivator? Because when you look at all of her performances, they are phenomenal. Is that the driving force behind it, behind a lot of achievements for a lot of people, for a lot of these powerful women that we are exploring today. I don't know. Man, you know, as women, because I can only speak from a woman's perspective, why can't we be great and know that we're great? (laughs) I started this episode by telling you that a quote from Maya Angelou is what sparked this idea. So let's hear what she has to say. Maya Angelou was an American poet and civil rights activist. She published seven autobiographies, three books of essays, several books of poetry, and is credited with a list of plays, movies, and television shows spanning over 50 years. She received dozens of awards and more than 50 honorary degrees. She is best known for her series of seven autobiographies, which focus on her childhood and early adult experiences. The first, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings, tells of her life up to the age of 17 and brought her international recognition and acclaim. Now, despite being a literary legend, she once spoke about the feelings of self-doubt she experienced each time she published a book. Each time I write a book, Every time I face that yellow pad, the challenge is so great. I have written 11 books, but each time I think, "Uh uh-oh, they're going to find out now. I've run a game on everybody, and they're going to find me out. Wow. How many of us have thought, if I just had confidence like X, Or if I was just as bold as this person, then I would be so much more successful or I would feel better about myself, not knowing that they too are struggling and questioning their talents and their gifts. 
So what makes them different? Is it luck? Is it coincidence? Or is it their commitment to their purpose? The joy that they get from their gifts that keeps them focused and determined. I think it's the latter. We all deal with doubt. We all deal with insecurity. The question is, what are we going to do with it? I hope that these powerful women have encouraged you today. I hope that you are comforted knowing that you are not alone, that you are actually in high company. And I hope that you are inspired to keep So thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I really want to know how this episode has impacted you. Leave your comments down below if you are watching on YouTube or leave a review on Apple Podcasts and head on over to Instagram at Her Journey to Self. Join the community over there and let's talk about this. We are here to build community, to build unity, to encourage and uplift each other. Remember that your testimony is not for yourself. It is for the world. Until next time, peace, love, and light.